Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Four-year-old Limerick boy James Carroll was born with a rare genetic condition, which means he can't talk, walk or sit up unaided. Uh, James' grandmother, Teresa Roach, uh, is with me in the studios to tell us a little bit uh, about uh, life uh, for James and the family this morning. Uh, you're welcome. Good morning to you. How are you Good doing? morning, Joe. Uh, so uh, where is James based, by the way, in Limerick? He's based in Brough. And tell me a bit about this rare genetic condition and how it affects James. Um, we only got the full diagnosis last November and it is extremely rare. In fact, it's there's no known cases in England, Ireland, Europe that we know of. There are two cases in North America, um, but even at that... Those two individuals have use of their... They can walk. Um, It is degenerative, which is sad. Um, But James, even the doctors here are... had never come across it before. Um, And how early um, in his life was it noticed that uh, James uh, was suffering from something if they didn't know exactly what? We we knew even when he was very little, he didn't reach the little milestones that, you know, I have two other little grandchildren born around the same time as him and that's lovely because they all grow up together, same ages and they were developing, you know, rolling, finding their toes, sitting up, whereas James didn't do any of those things. Um, he he can see, which is wonderful. Um, he didn't, as I say, develop any of the other little milestones that children do. Um, but everything that he achieves, we are so excited. Um, I know he's four and a half now and he can roll over, you know, on the floor. And that is huge for us. And he's actually going to go to big school in September here in Limerick, at St. Gabriel's. And that's so exciting because he's like his little, you know, cousins. Um, We'll have his day out at big school. And Teresa, did the diagnosis help at all, knowing what the exact issue was for James? I don't believe so because... Had it been any other diagnosis, there's a lot known about it and there's research done and papers done and you could find ways of developing, helping James to achieve, you know, lots of things possibly. But because we don't have anything to draw back on, um, from experience or from medical field or even the geneticists um, we don't have that to fall back on so it doesn't really help right now. Mm. Uh, Teresa as I mentioned uh, you're James's grandmother what's mm-hmm. it been like for the family? Oh, I am so proud of his mom and dad because James is there everything 24 hours a day and he is he has the most 
gorgeous smile and if you heard him laugh it's infectious but he suffers so much with tummy problems they can be so because he they haven't uh, developed as fast as other little children of his age so he's sick quite a lot and has tummy problems and takes quite a lot of medication and his parents then can have nights, weeks of no sleep because James, you know, when you're not well and he, little legs can be in savage pain at times and... Does he have brothers and sisters? No, no, James is an only child and, but he has five, six more um, cousins and they are, oh he's their number one you know, they're two little things for him. I mean, parents of children listening this morning, you know, know how difficult it can be, particularly in the early years. But but to have this challenge as well um, for his parents and, and obviously for James himself must be really, really trying at times. Of course it is. And we live for the now rather than what the future may bring because who knows and we just want to make his life more comfortable and his home when they bought the home a few years ago it was to be their life home and it was beautiful home but it's just not suitable for what he needs um like his mom louise she you know, until Dad comes home in the evening, she will sit with him because he can be very traumatic sometimes because of distress and because he can't say, I've a pain in my tummy or a pain in my head or my fingers sore. You just are guessing all the time what's problem. You kind of learn to read him in his little distress cries if he could... Just my dream is that he someday he'd just say mama or dada um, just just once even. And, but they can read him like a book. They know if it's his tummy, they know if it's his joints, his legs or what's troubling him. But she will have to sit with him and she has to leave him outside her where she can't fully watch him if she's making his food because um, there's a lot of food preparation for him because he's fed like a baby in that you can't give him lumps or, you know, it all has to be um, processed properly. And, oh, and one thing for me as a grandmother, he can't have chocolate. And I love to spoil my grandchildren with lollipops or chocolate. But... Um, what it, state support has James received in his four years? Like he's has had great support from Enable Ireland and Jack and Jill Foundation. Oh my goodness. They give in up to last year he had four hours a week where someone just came to be with him and play with him, chat to him and sing. Um this year they've given him eight hours even though it's way more than he should, but oh they're super. And you know, with funding it's so difficult if his life, if you have a life-limiting illness, everything is there. But 
Funding is scarce. It's there, but he could be 10 or 15 by the time, you know, there's... You get a certain percentage. That's, I suppose, the bottom line. And we feel right now, it's now. We need it now. And people are so generous and so kind. Yeah, we're chatting to Teresa Roach um, and about her grandson, James Carroll. He's four and uh, he's from Brough and he has a rare genetic condition. What's his life expectancy, uh, Teresa? Um, we're hoping for a long life, but we really don't know. And as I say, from experience in the family with illnesses, um, we've had some knocks in our family, we learn to live now, not what happens next week or next month. And It's a good philosophy in general. fantastic, but life teaches you these things, you know, mm. when they trouble visits you. What does James need and how could listeners help? Do you know, the biggest thing would be, because it's a standard, you know, bungalow, um, but the doors are not wide enough in any of the rooms the bathroom's so small but even the kitchen as I say when she's preparing his meal she can't do that until her husband comes home to sit with James because he can't sit on his own or he can't feed himself or he can't hold toys, he could for a couple of seconds but they'll just fall out of his hands he doesn't have the control and um, so you have to literally sit with him all the time um, because he does get bored like every child and um, he lets you know when he's bored too and I love that spirit but they need if you know when she's cooking his dinner or their dinner that he could be in the same room there with them um, just simple everyday needs um, So what sort of money are we talking about for these important alterations? We're kind of looking into it in a minute but we expect it could be 50,000 because an extension, but we, we, we're we happy to just do a small extension so he can be in the kitchen and have a wet room in the bathroom because at the minute he's bigger now and he gets so heavy. Oh my God, I can't lift him. Um, it's just dead weight in your arms because he doesn't have the control. Um, but his dad sits in the shower and he sits on his lap to try and wash him because you can't put him into the bath anymore to try and get him out. There isn't room for, you know, um, swings or whatever to lift him. So if we had the room, we could have those facilities installed. What sort of fundraising is happening then? Oh, it's been fantastic. We've had the... um, the um, GoFundMe campaign started up and that's been, oh my God, people are so generous. We have a sponsored walk coming up on the 25th of August at 1pm in the Bruff Rugby Club and runners are 10 euros and walkers 5 euros and all the kids are free and we have registration from 12pm and we'll have ongoing events then over the next 12 months or so. 
Well, we'll certainly keep people aware of that through our community diary, which, by the way, is available for charity events and fundraisers uh, like this. You can always uh, contact the radio station about uh, that. Uh, But if somebody um, can see their way to contributing to the GoFundMe page, do you have any details of it? It's uh, titled James's Journey. James's Journey, Help Our Hero. All right, well, listen, thank you very much, Teresa Roach, James Carroll's uh, grandmother, for coming in and talking to us uh, about the, the difficulties and the struggle, um, but also the joy. And wh- what does James enjoy? He loves singing. He loves Limerick 95 FM. You played such great music. And I can't sing, but I, James thinks I can, and he loves my singing and he laughs and we dance together on the chair. It's wonderful. All right, well, what we'll do then is we'll play this next song, which is a, a, an upbeat one for oh, James. And we're delighted for you, James. that he enjoys Live 95's <laughs> best music mix. Uh, and thank you very much for coming in, Teresa Roach. Um, and, and let us know how James is getting on. And fingers crossed, Saturday. people, not only in the Brough area, are very generous, but right throughout Limerick City and County, we find in these campaigns, it's amazing how generous the people can be. Thanks so uh, we wish we wish James and the family and yourself Thank the you very so best. Much, it's very good of you Joe. to come in. Thank you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.